uh, the Ra's almost non existent, the Ra that's inside of him. So, Tzadikim are ones though that the Yitzhahara is either Kamat gone or it's Mamash gone and it's Mamash Mahapi Chotayf. We said that's called what Rabbi Muatim. These are the Bnei Aliyah, which there are very, very few Bnei Aliyah. Bnei Aliyah, what does Bnei Aliyah mean? It means those who are Mala, those who raise up, those who raise up their Yetzar Hara to a Yetzar Taif. The Yetzar Hara is the one, the Ritzadikim are the ones who raise up their Yetzar Hara and, they're, and they're, take the Yitzhar and they make it into a Yitzhar Tayyib, and we spoke about that at length last week. That's called being a Mala, B'nai Aliyah. They take the Yitzhar and they're Mala, the Ra, that's inside of them to Tayyib. That's a Tzadik. Tzadik Gomor. I'm going to say another Taich, another explanation of how the word B'nai Aliyah relates to Tzadik and Gomorrah. And then you're going to tie them together. So the first shot is taking the Ra and being Malet, raising it up and making it tight. We spoke about what is how to talk to Chuba, that's what we spoke about last week. Now we're going to speak about a new, different way of what B'nai Aliyah looks like. Last week was the, the Surmei Ra, now we're going to look at it from an Aset perspective, and then he's going to lead them together. We may not sit on the weaving part together so much. It's in the brackets, and he uses a lot of Kabbalistic terms, but we'll do our best. So we're on Daf, Tezvav and at the top. The word va'oid, two dots. Va'oid nikroim b'nei aliyah. There's another reason why tzaddikim, they are called b'nei aliyah. The b'nei shagam avoid the sum of b'chinat va'ase toiv, b'kim ator u'mitzaselchu l'tzorka u'mala mala adarama ma'ilas. Because tzaddikim gamurim, when they do mitzvahs, when they're makai mitzvahs, they're pure kavana. It's purely for Lamala. Bishvil Lamala. That's what it means of Aliyah. Everything that they do is purely for Lamala. Complete the Shema. Not to quench their thirst for their desire. They don't even care about quenching their thirst for Hashem that they have, for the longing for the Dedekas that they have. Like it says in the post, like anybody who's thirsty, go to Mayim, go to Taira, go connect to Hashem. Siddiquim, they're, they're thirsty, they're very thirsty. But that's not why they do a mitzvah, and that's not why they, they're Mekayim. That's not why they do a mitzvah, not, that's not why they learn Taira. It has nothing to do with quenching their thirst that they have for Hashem. It's like the Zayar says, Who is a chassid? Who could you say is called a chassid, a pious person? Somebody who's mischasid in koina, he does a chesed with his creator. Im kandile, that he makes himself a khan, like a chsanya, a, a dwelling place, a living place for a Kaddish Baruch Hu in this world. The yachda kuchabrichu shkinti b'tachtonin to connect, to make a yichud, I'm not going to get into this concept right now, to make a yichud between kuchabrichu ushkinti. This thing called kuchabrichu, which is a very high level of elokos, and Shkite and the way he and he, the way he reveals himself in this world, and you and find those two things together, which is the rotten of Hashem in this world. So this yichud of kuchibrichu shkinte, what Hashem wants, the tzaddik's sole desire is for this. This is what he he doesn't care. He doesn't even look at his own self, at his own thirst that he has for Kodesh Baruch Hu, for that desire to connect. Even he doesn't even care about the dvekas he has. 
His pure desire is for one thing and one thing only. I want to do what Hashem wants in this world. I want what Hashem wants. And that's the Yaakov Kuchibrichu to make this unity between Kuchibrichu Ushkinte. And he brings his lawyer to, to try to bring out this idea. Like somebody who is his father and his mother is in captivity, they're, they're captive somewhere, and he wants to free them, and he's willing to give up his own self, his own, his own life, his own nefesh, his own soul, in order to save his parents from being captive. And he gives him and he gives up his soul, his self completely for them. The midrachlon, in order to redeem them, like I explained in another place, meaning he's willing to give up everything that he has for his parents. So too it is a tzaddik gamor. A tzaddik is a person who's willing to give up their complete self purely for a kaddish baruch Hu. purely for a kaddish baruch Hu, to just do what a kaddish baruch Hu wants. Is that clear? Any questions? Awesome. So now what he's going to do, and I'm going to try my best to explain this. He's going to explain how these two shots of B'nai Aliyah, the first shot of B'nai Aliyah means taking his Ra and making it into Taif. And now this new idea of a B'nai Aliyah, of doing it purely for Aliyah, which means to bring Kuchibrich into this world. And he showed that really they go hand in hand with each other. So he says like this. So there's, there's two big concepts. Actually, one big concept, there's two sides. There's something called Mun and Mad. Okay? Mun and Mad. Mun, I'm going to do my best. You guys will, will try. Mun is called Mayan Nukvin. It's the waters of the Nekeva. Mad is sent from Mayan Dukvin. The waters of the male. What's in between a, a male and a female? One's a Meshpia and one's a Makabo. Mayan Nukvin is what the Makabel does in order to bring down Hashpa from the Mala. So let's say you have a Rebbe and you have Tamidim. A Rebbe is the Mashpia, and the Tamidim are the ones who are the Makabo. In order for the Rebbe to want to give over Hashpa to the Tamidim, the Rebbe needs to see that the Tamidim want to hear the Hashpa from the Rebbe. If they doesn't, if he does, if they don't want, if they don't want the Hashpa, the Rebbe doesn't want to give over the Hashpa. The Rebbe's Hashpa is dependent in how much the Tamidim they show the Chuka in order to hear what the Rebbe has to say. That's called a Mayan Nukvin. So you guys better show, you guys really want to, want to hear what's going on here right now. Mayan Nukvin means that, that I, as the Makabel, am arousing the Mashpia. I'm doing something to make the Mashpia want to give over. That's called Mayan Nukvin. So that's it's called, in the Svar version, Isarusa Zasata, or Mayan Nukvin, Mon. I'm making an arousal down here, that causes afterwards that there should be, and the way he's going to say it is a yichud, which should then cause afterwards that the Rebbe wants to give over that there should be a that comes down from Shemayim down the Mata. 
That's how the system works. Klaisha, we do an avoda down here. We're a malemon. We bring up from the mata. And then after the Kosh Baruch Hu, he sees our chukah towards him and he wants, uh, he wants to give to us. Is that clear? Any questions on that? Okay. So the Shneim Oilam Kana Echa, these two Pirushim of the Tzaddik that he takes his Ra and he's Mevar his Ra. And this idea of bringing a Baruch Hu into this world, they go hand in hand. When we are mevarer, when we take our ra and we bring our ra to toiv, that's called being mevarer noiga. This causes malin malin nukvin. This causes an arousal and a zerusa to the sata and the talmidim doing something that the hashpasha now go up. This causes a big yichud in shemayim. So you see the tzaddik when he takes. Himself and he's mevarer, meaning he, he works out his ra to make it toiv. The more he does that, he causes that it should that should go up lamala. This causes that now hashpash should come down to this world through every single mitzvah afterwards. That afterwards the hashpala comes down. That's called the mind of Churim. That's called the waters of the Mashpia, of the male. What does it mean, really, mind of Churim? What does Ashpa really mean? It means bringing down our course into this world. come into this world and to be Mislavish inside of this world, that he should now have a home in this world. So, Tzadik, when he takes his Ra and he's Mala. The ra inside of him, this causes that it should be, it should go up the mala. That's like the, the Talmudim showing the Rebbe how much they want the Ashpah of the Rebbe. And now afterwards, the Rebbe, Akash is Mashpia and he gives down into this world Hashpah. And he makes that there should be this Yukhan of Akash Baruch Hu Is that clear? Any questions? Nahayim. Huh? Right. Where my Nukmin, he's my Nukmin. Yeah. That's bad some shaykh to him. There is an aspect of that you can always say, but the pastures is the way that it works. It's like water. It's like the water, which is like the Mayam of Chesed. Mayam of Chesed. It's like Hashba. Mayam. It's like really the waters. That's where I think, I think so. So, we spoke about the Avodah of the Shema over here. I want to build on the Avodah of the Shema. And this is going to be a, a little bit of a higher madrega, a higher level. And, of course, every level has many madregas to it. There's many steps to it. But this is, a, this is definitely a, a higher madrega, the madrega of, of the Shema. We spoke about over here doing things the Shema doing things purely for what a Kodesh Baruch wants. I don't have any desire to fulfill my thirst. Rather, I'm doing it purely for what a Kodesh Baruch wants. And that's a real, real avoid of the Shema. I want to try to bring it out. But Chassidim, this idea of avoid of the Shema is, is huge. It's not a huge avoid. If somebody went over to my Rebbe's Rebbe, the, the Minchas Yehuda, the, the Yehuda Mitzvachin, and they, it, was a, it was a group of Yeshiva Bacharimah from a, a local yeshiva, in, I think, in Borough Park. And I went over to him, 
and he was already very weak at the time, and he was very, very old. And they went over to him and, and they said, you know, what, what is Hasidus? What is Hasidus? That was, that was their question. And because of how he was, you know, he, he didn't want to, he didn't have the energy to give them a whole, a whole schmooze. But, so he said to them one word, Hasidus, Lishma. Lishma. That's Hasidus, Lishma. It's another story with his grandfather, the Rav Baba Rav. A little bit of a tifa story. You can have questions on it, but I'll say it anyway. The Rav Baba Rav, Moshe Rav Baba, he was the son of Rabbi Lazar Jacobur, who was the son of, of the Rav Tzorad. And Moshe Rav Baba, huh? Son. Rav Tzorad, son. Sure. So Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe Rav Baba. He he was alive and at the same time as the as the Rishak of Bells and the Divi Khatska the Shin of Arab, the son of the Divi Chaim. And he held that the Din that the Divi Khatsko, the Shin of Arab and the Rishak of Bells, they, those were the Siddiqim of the door. He held that those were the biggest Siddiqim. And they ma- they're making a Sifa, I don't know for what, internet Sifa, why not? Yeah, they're making a Sifa. And he never go. He never went to any asifas. He never went to any asifas, and the couple of this asifa because it was these two siddikim who he was very much marich, mm-hmm. being very very chosh of a siddikim. He felt that it, he he should go to the asifa, and his and his sons were very much pushing him to do so. I believe his sons were pushing him to do so. And if he never went to any of these asifas, he felt that it wasn't uh, right to do to go to these, to these asifas. But for them, he was gonna go. So he goes out. And he had a, a, a guy who was his wagon driver, and he gets into the into the wagon, and the guy asks him. I wish I knew the Yiddish; it would be much cooler to say over the story. But he, the guy asked him, and he said, he said, "Where are we going?" So the Rav said to him, he said, "We're going to Bilti. That's where we're going. We're going to Bilti. Where was the Sifa? Not in Bilti. Okay. So where are we going? We're going. We're going to Bilti." The guy looks at him and he says, we're very, very far away from Bilti. So he gets up and says, you see what the guy just said? We're very, very far from Bilti Hashem Levado. He got up, walked out of the wagon and went home and didn't go to the Sifa. You see how far the Sifigim, they take this, this Indian of Bilti. It was Kulei Kulei Lishma. was Kulei 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 Bilti Hashem Levado. He got up, walked out of the wagon. He felt it for him. It wasn't Bilti Hashem Levado. And he, and he left. Sifigim, Especially in the in the in the chiddush of Hashem Tov, huh? What kind of question did you ask in the story? Ah, whatever. The 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 the, the they ha, they had a lot, especially in the, in the especially in the chiddush of, of the Nomen Melech. They were very very into it. The Chosim Lubin was a big tzaddik, and even before he said that the Nomen Melech worked on him. After he, he was ready, he had Baal Ruch when he came to the Nomen Melech, and he said the Nomen Melech worked on him like a dry piece of uh, a wet piece of wood that he tried to ignite to make on fire. That's how hard he worked on him because he felt he wasn't the Shema properly. So you see that Siddiquim, this is what he wanted to do. Their whole avoid was purely built in the Shema Nevada, the Shema. So we're talking about a big Madriga, but we're going to, of course, there's many different levels to it. There's more auspicious times where we connect to it. And, and, and we'll try to understand it. It's important to understand it, and that's how we can relate to it. So he said that Siddiquim, we said that they're mevara the ra inside of them. They get rid of the ra inside of them. This get, getting rid of the ra inside of them and being mal the ra to toiv, 
really goes hand in hand with the Abode of Lishma. What is Ra? What is Ra? We spoke about this before. What is a Ra? What is Klipa? We spoke about this before. Ra means that there's something in this world that identifies itself as being its own Ani, its own self, outside of Elokos. Ra means that I can feel that I am my own identity. That's what Ra means. Ra means I feel a certain anurkis about myself. Now when a person feels a certain anurkis about myself, when I feel a certain anurkis outside of Elokos, a person who feels anurkis feels that they are a Merkava. They feel the necessity to be Merkava things. Mashi'enkein, a person who's mevara the Ra inside of them, they get rid of the Ra inside of them, and they lose their own anurkis, their own I, their own ani. That allows them to remove themselves from the feeling of, I want to become a, a mekabel, and instead I transform myself into being a mashpia, to being a noisin. Any questions on that? Is that clear? It's not bad. It has to be the right type of mekabel. But be'etzim, a pure lishma, means a pure noisin. That's what, that's, what a real, that's what a real lishma means. Like he says over here, there's nobody who wants, he doesn't even want to have the devekas that he's getting, the tzama l'chonafshi. He's willing to give it all up, purely for you, he wants to be a pure... You know, we live our lives, and you know, so let's, say, let's say, you know, we go, we want to eat food. Why do I want to eat food? Eating food, I mean, let's say you're eating food in the, in the wrong way. I eat food. Why? Because I want to be a makabo. I'm bringing things into my dollar amas. I'm eating a piece of steak now. I'm eating a piece of sushi. I'm eating whatever. I'm doing things to fulfill my hana by eating those foods. I am being a makabo through eating those foods. Those foods are being mashpia to me hana. I am fulfilling my desire. Then you have people, let's say, who they want to just give chesed, the bali chesed. They purely want to give chesed. And their whole desire is purely just to give chesed. And it's natural for him. He's a natural giver. He's a natural noisin. But even in that maisa of giving and giving chesed, there's still a level of a makabal over here. What's the, what is the feeling of Kabbalah that he's getting through, even though he's fulfilling his tabla giving over chesed? It's the hadna that he's getting because he's fulfilling his teva of being giving over chesed. A real true noisin is I have no hana that I want from this maisa. There's no hana that I want to receive from this maisa. Hana maybe will come naturally, but real a real real noisin is that there's no alternative motive except just to give. Let's say you have two Rashi Yeshivas. And each one of them equal in, in, in how much they know. They're both big, huge, major Tamidei Chachamim. One of them, everybody comes to listen to him. He has 200 people coming to every single shir he says. The next Rashi Yeshiva, every shir he gives, Five people, ten people. Not so many people are coming. 
So this Rosh Hashiva, he starts to feel bad about himself. He starts to feel, you know, this Rosh Hashiva, what's he different than me? I, I know just as much as he knows. We even could speak, let's say, we both have the same level of giving over. So why does he have 200 people and why, I five, why do I only have five people? This question for a person who's living a life purely the Shema, it's completely possible. Because what difference is it to you if who's giving over Hashem's Torah to, to this person, to people, and be Mashbiya Hashem's Torah into this world? A true noisin to Kaddish Baruch Hu is a person who cares just that Hashem's Torah is being Mashbiya into this world. That's what he cares about. His only true desire, his sole desire is purely Hashem's Torah should be put into this world. That's what it means, a true noise. Wouldn't it be would be. It would be, but but there could be two hundred people that go here and there's five people that go here. So what? There's two hundred people who are learning Torah by him, who cares if they're not by him? Let's say those other two hundred people that could have been by him go to him now there's four hundred people over there. Would it have made a difference? Should it make a difference then? No. Because the purpose is, is that I just want Hashem's cover to be in this into this world. So my Kabbalah that I'm receiving should make no difference to me. It's purely being noisy. You know, we find this by the Malachim. The Malachim say, I don't have a, a sitter in front of me, but it says, They all are And this one, Ba'ahava, gives this one Rishus, this one gives this one Rishus, and Kulam, everybody comes together and they all say, What? They're going to be at the Hakdish, the Yaitzim, the Nachas Ruach, they all give a Kaddish Baruch covered. It doesn't make a difference if I do it. I want you to do it. No, I want you to do it. No, I want you to do it. I don't care. I just want a Kaddish Baruch that a Kaddish Baruch name should be Nizgal into this world. And it doesn't matter who's doing it and how it's being done. That's called a real Naisin. Real Naisin, he doesn't care at all about how it affects him, what he's doing, the, the, Kabbalah, the, the Kabbalah that he's getting. Okay, he might be Makabal something. Okay, fine. But it's not his motive at all. His motive is purely. I want to be a nurse into the Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's what it means, a real lishma. Of course, this is a, a, a very, very high madriga. So, the more that a person is mavara, his ra inside of him, the more that he gets rid of the ra inside of him, that's the more and more he gives up this selfish type of makabo that he wants for himself to be makabo. And he now becomes more and more of a giver. This is how Kaddish Baruch Hu gives. See, Kaddish Baruch Hu, he created the world in order to be mated. That's why Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world. So I'm saying he, he, he is taiv, and the tab of a taiv is to be mated. Kaddish Baruch Hu is completely taiv. Kaddish Baruch Hu's taiv is a pure taiv, a purely wanting to give, give, that's for sure. So the more and more we devour our ra inside of us, the more and more we break our, get rid of this wanting to be mekabel, for ourselves, which is the, the Ra inside of ourselves, the more and more we start to become our, and reveal our Chedek al inside of us, our Neshama that's inside of us, which starts to emulate the same way a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives. And that's us giving to Him in a pure way without us wanting a pure noisin. A pure noisin. Any questions on that? It's a very hard, hard Indian. I try my best to be in the Masbrit. Any questions? Clar? Don't be shy. So this is a little bit of a nice in my mind.
The tzaddik just wants the ma'at to happen. What? The tzaddik, the tzaddik. Mm. Is the ma'at not mashpiyah on him? There's a shepherd on him or shepherd on the world. It's bringing out kudshibrikul shkitei in the world. That's what he wants. That's that is his pure nesina that he's given. He just wants Hashem's name to be nifdal in this world. Yeah, his man. Which it brings down Hashem to this world, and that's what he really wants. That's because that's what Hashem wants. Based on this, which I, I wanna I wanna answer a question. You find by Carbonus that there's a big emphasis of a carbon shabilishma. It's almost unique in how much emphasis there is by carbonus that should be lishma by a carbon. And we know that carbonus, in fact if the if the carbon's not lishma, then the Baal is not Yoti Hitzheva of the of the carbon. Still a valid carbon, but there's different ways the Gemara discusses in many different ways how how carbon when is it not called the Shema, when is it the Shema okay, when it's not might the carbon needs to be the Shema. So Kohanim, they're the ones who are unique to the Voida of Karbanas. So the question is why are Kohanim, it was Bukharim originally, who are supposed to be unique to this, but why is it that our, our Kohen over here, he's gonna be the one who's unique to to Karbanas? But then I said, what is what is a coin? What is a coin really? If I may, if I may. I'm about to make you very, very big right now. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to expose you big time, so. A coin is like this. See, Adam Rishon by the Chait. Before the Chait, Adam Rishon was a pure giver. A pure noise the Baruch Hu, A pure Lishma. Because, like we said before, what stops us from being able to be a Noisin? In its, in, in its fullest, it's Ra. Whole month that we have Ra inside of us, we live with Ra as being a part of our system, we are lacking the ability to be able to give over Hashpa in a proper way, to the max. When we're Mabara Ra, we could give over, we could be a Nozain in its fullest form. So before the Chait, Adam Arishan, he had no Ra inside of him. Where was the Ra originally? The Ra was outside of him. It was Bechutz. What was the Chiddush of the Chait of Adam Rishon? The Chiddush of the Chait of Adam Rishon was now that the Ra no longer is outside of him, but it comes to be a part of his system. The Ra now entered into Adam Rishon. This is a very big insight. That the Ra, the Ra is never Be'etim part of a, a, a not the Mahus of a Mensch. It was an addition that came after the Chait of Adam Rishon. After the mission was chayte, the rav came a part of the person. So that means that what before the chayt, Adam Rishon was a pure noisein because there was no rav inside of him. He was completely shema. Now after the chayt that he did a chayt, the rav now becomes a part of his system. And afterwards, Klaisrael, we know they go to Matan and by Matan the Gemara tells us zamasan. This filth that they got from the chayt of the etadas that the nafas put inside of them. This filth that was inside of them, this Zuhama, was mistaken by Matan Torah. Which means that everybody in Kaisra at that time became like this Madriga of other Mauritian, Koizim Lachit. This was this unbelievable, this was like the best time of all of history was by Matan Torah. 
when Kaiser they reached the Madrega, which is like other mission again, Kaiser Machet, that it was completely Nifzak Ram Nara. Like Chazal say that Kashbarku gave them the Luchos, Al Tikre Chorus. Someone write that it was Chorus on the Luchos, it was engraved on the Luchos. Ella Chorus. Kaiser they reached a Chorus, Chazal Dashan Chorus, the Malachamalas from the Sahara. Kaiser at that time they rid themselves completely of the Sahara and they were Zaycha to a certain Madrega of purely Lishma. Of purely Lishma. That's why whenever we learn Torah Lishma, we're really like going back to like those Luchos Rishonas, which we have no right inside of us. Side point. That's the Madriga of Torah Lishma. But every single time, so, so Kalashua at that time, they reached the Madriga of Lishma. Back to other region, Kodim Machet. But what happened after that was the Chet Ego. And the Chet Ego brought Kalashua back to the Madriga of again of being like Odom Arishan, Kodim Machet again. Which means that they fell and the Ra was Niknath inside of them again. And now they're holding again of a lacking of a madriga of the Shema. But there was a one Shevet that was not a part of that Chet. There's one Shevet not a part of that Chet. And the only Shevet not a part of that Chet were the, was the Shevet Levi. I'm not going to speak how this worked out by Levi, we're going to speak about Kohana. Sorry, whoever's Levi in here. Sorry. When it came to the the Chet Eagle, there was one Shevet that was not a part of that Chet. Who was that Shevet? That was Shevet Levi. So you can't say that that Shevet stayed on this unbelievable Madriga of other mission Kodim Lachet Mamish because Kaisal came down. So since they're a part of the Klaw, they had to come down with the rest of the Klaw. But Lamaisa, this Shevet, they stayed on a Madriga of being, of having a connection to other mission Kodim Lachet. So Mamela, the Bisrael over here, he has a madriga of being like other Mauritian, Kodim Lachit inside of him still. Because he wasn't Paskas Duomotan from, he still had a madriga on a certain level of Paskas Duomotan by Harsinai. So Mamela, that's the Pshat that Kohanim, they're the ones that do this Avoidah Lishma of Karbanas. Because in order to be able to do an Avoidah of Lishma of a Karbanas, you need to be like other Mauritian. You need to be able to tap into like other mission of who he was before he did the chet, which means a pure giver, a pure noisin. That's what it means, lishma. You should be a pure giver, and now it's like other mission kodim So the kohanim before the kohanim they remained on that madrega by Harsinai of being like other marishan on a certain level of kodim which means that they could still keep this madrega of being lishma. So that's why Kohanim, they're the ones who get to do the Avodah of Karbanas, which is an Avodah of Lishma. Is that clear? Any questions? Clear? Making pretty good, right? All right? So really, every single Shabbos, see, this is a big Avodah that we said, and of course there's many different Madrigas to this, and every year it has to work slowly but surely to climb higher and higher in order to connect more and more into the Avodah of Lishma. And really, every single Shabbos, we know we reached a certain madriga by Shabbos, but there's also a certain getting rid of the Ra. See, a neshama, we said, also is, is a pure giver. A neshama is a pure giver. The more you're Megali and neshama, the more of a poor, pure giver you, you, you become. So since Shabbos is the Yom of the Nishmasa, Shabbos is the day of the neshama, it means on Shabbos a Yid is able to tap in more and more to this Avodah Lishma and to be able to Megali this Nishma. That's why on Shabbos, 
it says that there's no more Yitzhak. It's partial in the Sitra Akhukhodinim is Aramina. All the Ra is gone, is Batal on, on, on Shabbos. Which means since the Ra is in Batal on Shabbos, it means that Shabbos is a time where we have to tap in more and more and to contemplate more and more. Shem, how am I going to be more and more of a noising to you? How am I going to be more and more of a pure noising to you? We have to strive more and more to become more and more and more of a noising. And this is the Avoida of a Yid. So, Amit Hashem, we should all be Zaycha to slowly keep climbing and climbing and climbing in order we should be able to reach this Avoida of the Shema, of the Shema, to Mubara Ara, to become a pure noising to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and to reach, reach these high Madrigas, Amit Hashem. Oh,